mm-hmm. you know, my kids are fine. So if you can compare it with any other changes you have gone through in your life, do you think that this is the toughest one you have to uh, face or it's just another change? And you know that at the end of all this um, messy feelings that you're having at the moment, you, you'll you'll be fine. Or what are your thoughts like? Well, I've gone through changes that were just as hectic and important and stress inducing. I mean, this is not my first rodeo. I've been divorced and that I thought was the end of the world. I thought when I divorced my husband when I was like 26 years old, I thought my world was over. Nothing else great was going to happen to me. I also almost had a mental breakdown. You know, I went, I think at one point I had like stress induced like gastrointestinal issues mm-hmm. and I had to go get these, um, I got prescribed these pills from a doctor because like my, my stomach just hurt and apparently stress can like, um, affect the stomach, the lining of your intestines. Mm-hmm. And I was just in a lot of pain. So I took that, those pills and then I remember sitting at work and the screen of my laptop was like, you know, I'm Wayne's world when they're like, woo, woo. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell? So I read on this. I read on the pill thing. It's like this can induce like hallucinogenic. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my God. So I went to my boss. And I was like, I'm on, I'm like, I want these really weird pills. I have to go home. My boss was like, OK. So I went home. But um, yeah, but that was a long time ago. And I you totally I got through it. And obviously I was happy afterward. Yeah. But um, I've been through it. One, I, I'm on. Okay, there's there's so many things that I'm pissed off about. It's one that this happened. B, well, two that um, I have to go through this. I don't want to have to go through this. It would be really nice to not have to go through stupid changes, right? And three, um, I didn't want this change, but it was kind of I had to make a decision, and I did. So it was, yeah, whatever. I just hate being fully responsible all the time it would be nice if I had some help it would be nice if I had some support it would be nice if the people who'd promised me something actually came through with it and I'm just being salty and that's it but I also you know moved from Canada to the UK and that was a huge change Mm -hmm. but I was happy about that change I looked forward to that change so I think this one is on par with changes that I've gone through before but because it's so fresh and new um, that it feels like it's the end of the world again but it's not No, and maybe when you feel like that, um, for example, in my case, when I feel like that, I try to go back to a kind of similar situation I've lived before, because that helps me to remember how I endure that situation back that time, you know, because, of course, when it's the first time you go through something like this, you don't know how to react, and just you paddle through, basically, but when you have had, like, we have a few decades on our, on ourselves yeah. now. Yeah, so two, two. We kind of have like, huh. yeah, two on this. Oh my goodness, huh. I'm a baby. Huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I try to refer back to those situations just to remember how I was back then and how I felt afterwards and just try to bring into my current situation the good things I learned from that. I mean, it's completely, it's so hard. And my therapists make it seem so fucking easy. 
Well, how about this? I've been looking forward to my therapy appointment that I was supposed to have today at two o'clock for two weeks. And especially after Monday, on Monday, all I kept thinking was, yeah, I'm going to talk to my therapist on Thursday. I'm going to talk to my therapist on Thursday. And this morning she messaged me and was like, I have a throat infection. I can't speak. So I'm going to have to cancel. And I was like, lady, you are lucky. Not yet. <laughs> not her. But I'm just like, wow, if this was, you know, I've had three days to chill. But if this was Monday that she um, like canceled on me, I would like I was so on the edge that day that I probably would have like driven into her house, like in full house. This is what episode once where Stephanie drove. I would have driven into her house and been like, talk to me now, lady. Oh my Don't God. leave me, bitch. No, but um, she's not a bitch. She's a lovely woman. But um, yeah, so that was canceled. So I'm a bit. Um, it's okay. Do you hate that, the phrase that sometimes you get, uh, get out of your fucking comfort zone or something like that, you know? Get out of your, just step or, out of your comfort zone? Like, yes, or the other one that, that is like, don't play victim, you know, like. Oh, okay, okay. Are yeah. you being, are you pretending to be like, you're yeah. putting yourself in the victim position? And then I'm like, what? I am being a victim of the situation that I'm at yeah. the moment. So, I mean, I need to kind of feel like this because this is where I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I am the victim. Or I feel like it. And if I feel like it, then that's perfectly valid. I'm allowed to feel like that. Exactly. Let me leave it because it's like um, today I was reading something from um, a lady who makes a podcast for mothers, like Mm -hmm. new mothers. And she was talking about, so in Argentina, when you fall down, when you're a baby, they they say to you, oh, nothing happened, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and in reality, a kid who doesn't understand um, like doesn't understand when something happens and when nothing happens mm-hmm. and you say nothing happened and they're feeling frustrated and in pain and many things you are basically preva- uh, um, re- repressing yeah. those feelings from them because you are making them believe that nothing has happened when actually yeah. something happened so I think that in real life that also applies for ourselves you know like mm-hmm. I am feeling like a victim because yes this is the situation I am I hate to be told, don't play the victim part. I know. Or, yes, or like all those... um, Get out of your comfort zone. It's like someone has thrown me across the fucking river from my comfort zone, okay? (laughs) Whether it be myself or somewhere else. I didn't choose to leave my comfort zone because I like my comfort zone. Because it brings me comfort and I feel safe. So why the fuck would I step out of it? Exactly. For what? That is the stupidest thing ever. And I think that also a human um, need is to find comfort. Exactly. And the because, safe space. Yes, a safe space. Exactly. And if they ask you to step out of that, what can happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, please, somebody who has stepped out of the comfort zone, please send us a message and let no, us know, know how you feel. What I get is it's maybe something you could even get this because stepping out of your comfort zone in like a work situation so you had never done let's say merchandising before I know you had in a different capacity but stepping out of your comfort zone was going into like retail merchandising mm-hmm. wasn't it yeah. um and that that I understand when someone's like oh you know I hate my job and when someone says well you got to step out of your comfort zone in your job fine I get that don't talk to me about it in my personal life because it's not it's irrelevant. It doesn't make sense. And if someone wants to step like go skydiving, go fine. Ahead. But that's not stepping out of your comfort zone. That's like taking a you risk. But the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I know I hate it. But um, I just 
it's like people want you to change. It's like saying that makes you, it's like, oh, I feel like I have to change because I'm not good enough or because my comfort zone is not as exciting as other people want it to be. I'm happy to sit at home and watch Netflix all evening, every fucking night. That's, that's my comfort zone. So. I think there's certain comfort zones that you shouldn't leave, you know, not even, you know, leaving, but, and and then I wouldn't call them comfort zone if you're not happy with your job or anything like that. I will, I will call them life changes. Exactly. Take a risk. Take a, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that that phrase has, it's been used so worldwide at the moment Mm -hmm. and I, which is bullshit as well because you know what someone in canada or the u.s could say to us oh just step out of your comfort zone we can't we're not even allowed to fucking leave our house what (laughs) comfort zone am i leaving i'm leaving the safety of my own home because i don't want to die of covid you know what i mean (laughs) or i don't want to spread it to people so i think at this time there are some sayings where it's like you know you know, do this or step out of your comfort zone or, you know, take the risk, take the plunge. And it's like, I can't do anything, though. So you saying that makes it even worse. Yes. Not that anyone said it to me. Don't get me wrong recently. But if someone did, I feel, I feel bad for them because they'd get a kick in the nuts. I have been told to step out of my comfort zone before. <sighs> and I was like, um, okay. I in think England. that it's not, it's not, it's not comfortable where, not, where I am. It's just. It's a chaos where I am at the moment. I mean, yeah, I mean, what? Because they wanted me to change and lose weight and blah, blah, and whatever, you know, and that that is a process. I mean, it yeah. took me a lot of time to get to this point that to say, okay, I'm going to improve my health and because mm-hmm. I want to really improve it and because now I can, I'm mentally able to do it, you know, because it's a process. So if by that time when somebody was telling me, you have to step out of your comfort zone, I was like, I really want to punch you in your face yeah. because it's not that I don't want to. It's just that I can't. I don't have the no. tools. The, and, I, no. and, and I am not even, I'm not in my fucking comfort yeah, zone. I know. I'm, I'm somewhere very far away from that. But Another thing is that stepping out of your comfort zone implies something physical. Now, I know when people are saying that, they don't mean like actually take a step, but that's what it implies. And it sounds easy, but it's not, hey, we both went to Asa, didn't we? Hey, we both got matching sparkling water. Yay. But, um, yeah, it implies like a physical step. And I think that's unfair because I don't think anyone leaving their so-called comfort zone is take, is doing it physically. They're doing it mentally. And that's not easy. No. And that's, that, it's not only is it not easy. It's terrifying. It's almost impossible. And sometimes you don't have like the, the oomph, like the motivation to do anything. Forget about changing anything. You know, and then, you know, there's people that I know, I won't name any names, who are trying to change jobs in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> but, um, yes. Yeah, but you. maybe <laughs> that people who is trying to change jobs in the middle of the pandemic, they just apply to other jobs to um, make them feel better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. You have the certainty that you could get another job. They could. Time. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that if I want, that if you want, you can. But Sorry, people are about, You're not trying to leave your job. You're just trying to see what's out there. You're putting feelers out, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah, I'm just checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's funny, yeah. because if I get one phone call, even though I know it's nothing is going to happen, it just makes my day, and then I'm just texting my friends saying, oh, 
Well, it feels good. What what do we have to feel good about lately? Anything that makes us feel good, you share it, don't you? So, and it's not like your husband's gonna understand. He'll be like, "Yeah, they called you, so what?" But it's like he doesn't quite get the office mentality, does he? Where you know you could be headhunted any time, and you'd feel so good about yourself if yeah. when people, call, yeah, you know, you feel valued and you feel knowledgeable and you feel like you're really good at your job and that yeah. your CV is on point. Well, or resume, the, resume. The, sorry. The, the thing that that happened to me is that my first job, I went and looked for it, but all my oh, other oh, jobs, I awesome. got them because they contacted no, me through LinkedIn. Your first job. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The drink motion. The drink. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay found this random person who was like, "Yeah, I just started a company, and like, I need someone to build my company from the ground up." So Jay was like okay so she literally did for months and months and months and then this person's money ran out and then it was over it was so random but your cv after that damn girl you literally went like you built a company from nothing to i did it and i made them make money but i left because he was very crazy and then the people who 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 stayed behind me they they kept it open for another six months and then i don't know oh did they um they opened a coffee inside a coffee or something like that it's one of those like get rich quick or like oh I have an idea and someone's gonna give me money for it so I'm just gonna you know what I mean and it's like you have to have an idea and a business plan first this person was like didn't know what they were doing I had to give them the business plan and everything how I was expecting to make money and I did everything but I mean when you open a company you need to have a backup because it takes at least one or two years to recover and actually with these kind of companies it takes time to make a space in the market so mm-hmm. they didn't understand that but anyway it was good experience for me it's fun. yeah yeah it it, it tested me and it was good to know that i'm i'm able to, to you know it. you know what jobs i really like that i've had in the past when you have a business credit card a company ah card okay let me tell you a story so i worked for i don't think i've told this on here i hope i haven't i uh i work for a company in vancouver i'm not even going to mention anything and i was pregnant and i was leaving the company and hr was hiring my replacement and they hired this girl this lady and i didn't like her from the start and i was like really like you hired her so i was doing my handover and i just she rubbed me the wrong way. There was nothing specifically wrong with her, but she rubbed me the wrong way. So I was like, okay, whatever. So then I had like my leaving party there and mm-hmm. um, I got like, I'd say a thousand dollars worth of like baby clothes and stuff for my daughter Wow! and a, a Tiffany bracelet. Tiffany. Wow. Wow. And like all this stuff. And I was like, wow, this is really like nice gifts and don't forget when I was there I had a black American Express card because I would buy the computer servers so uh, my expenses at the end of the month would be like $125,000 because I would have bought like 50 servers or whatever it was a worldwide company um, and I like whatever the company paid it and it was great but um, so I was like this is really odd but I took all the gifts and I left right and even my boss was like wow those are lots of gifts and I was like yeah dude I know like what what the hell so like two months later, it turns out the girl they hired had like fraud, had like three things of fraud on her credit, uh, her criminal record. And she was using the company credit card to like live at hotels and buy furniture and all this stuff. Oh, my God. And then, so she, went, and then the she, left, she went missing. Yeah, she bought all the presents from the Black Amex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, did you have to return them? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. She no, went but... missing. She she fucked off. She like spent all this money on it and like left. <gasps> and then they looked up her criminal record, <clears throat> and she had had fraud. Only in Canada they don't check the criminal records first thing. No, <laughs> I've never had a criminal record check when getting a job in Canada. Never in my life. No, here I. They'd also when I I moved away from there like eight years ago. They, I'd never had a credit check. Because I would have failed and I never would have gotten the job. But I have never had a credit check for a job. And here they do it all the time. I just yeah. think that's so invasive. Like, who are you to see how my credit is? Why do you care? To be fair, it was when I was working at banks and they want they don't want to hire someone who's like in debt. But what is that going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? Steal money? You, are you one of those who lies with the money that they are getting and how much they want to get? Or just say the truth? Or you just say... um I'd rather not to disclose that information. I, in my work, because I'm like a consultant or contractor, I'm told how much I'll be paid. I don't have to go in and be like, I want this much. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would never in my life take a job if they didn't say how much they were paying on the on the advert on the advertisement. I think that's bullshit when they're like, oh, the pay is great. And then you have to phone them and like beg and say, excuse me, how much is the pay? And then they're like, that's a rude question to ask. I'm like, fucking tell me that. That only happened here in England because I know. I People are like, oh, it's so rude to ask they're what like, the pay is. How is that rude? Get? How much I do you have to get? And I'm like, how much are you giving us? You know what I mean? Because it, it doesn't matter how much I ask you. What if you don't have that budget? Like, stop wasting your time with me. <laughs> I know. And like, if they say how much you want to get paid a year, what do you? If you say like, I don't know, sixty grand, they'll be like, oh, oh, we're not going to give you the job. And it's like, but why didn't you just tell me how much? <laughs> and I would have said yes anyway. I just said sixty because I thought I'd ask. But <laughs> oh, it's so weird here. It was so different for me when I came here. <laughs> that's the hard thing that's one of the hard things <laughs> and I hate the job interviews because they're, they're like tell me about a time when you had to work with a difficult manager it's like bitch how many times how much time you got because <laughs> I've worked with like 17 managers well, that I fucking hate that's, it that's one of the answers that you need to avoid basically <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, no, they were all great. They were all perfect. We're I've all never perfect. felt one. But we did, but we did have our differences in some things, yeah. and this is how we, we started. Oh, we never started. That's why I'm freaking leaving. <laughs> My first boss here in the UK was gave me the answer for that question. Oh, really? What's the answer? No, as in because, so I had a boss and then his boss, right? And so my immediate boss left. And then I had to work for like his boss. <sighs> he wouldn't even talk to me. I sat beside a guy who was like a bit more superior than me on the team. And he would go to him and say, can you fix this? Knowing it was me that would do it. And the guy, right as the guy was standing there, he'd give it to me and go, yeah, Daniela, fix it, please. Just to be, because the guy was giving it to him, even though he knew, he wouldn't even talk to me or look me in the eye. So when people are like, tell me what a time when you worked with the manager of the, I was like, well, let me tell you about this jackass. And I talk, I didn't say that, but I did I tell them they loved it. Like, How did you deal with that? And I'm like, it was very hard. But, you know, I had to stand firm and say, I do the work. So give me the, you know, like, ugh. obviously I lied, but I got the job. I always get the job. <laughs> well done. I know I don't get the job I want at the time. <laughs> That's because we were go, we go for two different types of jobs. I go for contract roles and you go for permanent roles. And I find that the questions around permanent roles are a ridiculous. B really behavior questions. 
Yeah. Let, tell me what will you consider a weakness? Oh, bitch. What are your weaknesses? This question. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, I am a work in progress, bitch. So, <laughs> we, what weaknesses is that I'm not a fucking robot. Again, <laughs> no, we, what is weakness? Again, how much time you got? I can write it down. Do you want me to, I brought a list. Surprisingly, I brought one. And if one. you have a list of, of, of therapies for me to talk after this, please thank you. No, as soon as you walk in, do you guys offer medical, like, um, uh, mental, mental, mental health? <laughs> if they're like, no, be like, oh, God, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> and they'd say, can you pay me 60 grand? Oh, but isn't it that isn't it great when you start a new job when you get a new job isn't it great because I mean it gives it gives you like another another thing to look for and you know what we've been talking about all this for so long like with this COVID situation the lockdown and everything you don't have anything to look forward to no. and I think that I might have deferred my life into trying to find another job because maybe that will give me a sense of purpose again. But well, we did. You know what? Funnily enough, that you said that, we did get a comment on our our episode. I believe it was seven in regards to, to saying or episode eight. We were like, "What? What do you do?" And my friend Shauna wrote, "I look forward to making family dinners, having my bestie over, and celebrating something." But again, thank you, Shauna, for your feedback. It's lovely. But at the same time, I can't have anyone over. We're not allowed. <laughs> We're not alone. So I look forward to this podcast, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some Oreo cookies sometimes. Maybe I'll have an Oreo. But other than that, I can't have people over. Oh and I don't God. look forward to family dinners because I have to cook like three different meals because I have a vegetarian. I have a kid that won't eat anything. And then me. <laughs> <laughs> so, my God. I'm glad, Tana, that you're happy with, with those, and I'm glad they make you happy. That's all I have to say. Thanks yes, for congratulations. Yeah, because yeah. Because I can't find joy in those things either. Um, but, well, we can, we can be just going, oh, I, I'm going to try to find a new job. What gives you joy, Georgie? What, what are you like, looking forward to? Well, you people to meet, probably. What are you looking forward to? Death. Oh, well, you know what? I'm at that stage where I'm like, I don't care anymore. I, I don't know. care. I know. But I'm getting the vaccine next week. I'm getting the flu vaccine. Oh, the flu shot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get Yeah, that. I need to book mine in. I, I get it for free for some reason. The NHS sends me a message saying, uh, oh, I don't know. And then when I went to the doctor's office, I was like, do you guys know why I get it for free? They were like, no. No one's going to tell me why I get it for free. I mean, it's only like 15 pounds, but. They call me, they send me messages saying, come in and get your free flu shot. So I'm going to get it. Oh, that's great. I didn't get that. I'm getting Dante's. I'm getting Dante's this year because last year I didn't and we all got really sick. But Dante was so ill for like three weeks. I was terrified. I took him to like the emergency doctor twice. Maybe he already had then COVID-19. I think, well, we all were ill. And me and him were like, like we could not move. But his was so much worse. And he was coughing. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, but it could have been the flu because we all got the flu shot. His and he didn't because he's in like this weird age where you can't get it and you can. And then I tried to take him to Boots to get it done, but I had to go to another one because he was only 15. And I'm like, look, just give my kid the shot. You know what I mean? Just do it. Um, You know what? I was speaking with my nutritionist today and she told me that vegetarian and vegan people, they lack of vitamin B12. Okay. 
And the lack of vitamin B12 can make you feel very exhausted, mm-hmm. tired. It, it's a no. It, it affects your your brain basically, and your yes, it makes you feel like you're exhausted, super tired, stressed. I mean, it takes multivitamins, obviously, because I I won't let the kids not. But B12 is not the same quantity, so he needs to get a blood test of uh, B12 and homocysteine. Okay. Homocysteine. Okay. So you need to ask the GP and tell them my okay. son is vegan. And, he's not vegan. Uh, he's vegetarian and he eats fish. Well, that's not. He okay. doesn't get the. It, I mean, it's, it's. He doesn't get that vitamin. You need okay. like in in high doses or something like that. So. Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to get uh, become a vegetarian. Good. And that's what we were talking about. And what I, about I your husband? No will he? Will he go veggie? Who? L. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is he going to work at a grill again? Oh, God. I don't think so. He already brought a steak the other day at home. Oh. Second day at the new job, and he came back with a steak. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? I like, I can't live without this steak. And I was like, okay. Has he made it yet? Fine for you. Um, It's in the fridge. It's in the, yeah, it's in the fridge. He cooked it. He brought it cooked. Mm. He was having it as dinner at two in the morning. Well, if you're a yeah, chef. Yeah, chef life. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so he's working like crazy. Hey, they have to work with face masks. So, you know what? Um, all day. Entire shift with a face mask. How about a shield? Could he get a shield? No, because have you seen that the shields now are not allowed? Like, they don't oh, okay. protect you as okay. a face mask. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. And I thought going to the shop for 10 minutes was shit. (laughs) Yeah, me too. It's itchy. It gets very itchy. And then sometimes I breathe and the the fabric gets inside my nostrils. And I wonder why. Oh, no, my glasses. I have to take, so as soon as I put it on, my glasses fog. Then I put my glasses up and I'm blind. Then I put them down and they fog. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I push them under. It doesn't work. You have to put your face yeah, it like doesn't work. up it to doesn't here work. You can and tell me the glasses in here. You can tell me all day. It doesn't work. Oh, my God. You need to practice more because okay, I've mastered that now. I'll practice in the mirror. <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. You close the door and you pretend you're in a, in a shop and then you play around with the mask in front of the mirror. <laughs> I'll just wear a mask all the time, 24-7. Oh my god! I can't, Have I you seen people driving by themselves wearing a mask? With them, yes, and I'm like, oh my goodness! Maybe Uber driver. Well, you would say Uber. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was no Uber in London. It's here. I don't know why, but I've seen huh? advertisement. It's back. It's. I think it's back because it, we have Bolt, we have Uber, we have oh. another one. I mean, I I haven't taken any of those. Because um, in Canada and the U in the U.S. at least, there's Uber and there's Lyft. There's two that are exactly the same, mm. but here we only have Uber. But you know what, Ugh, Uber? I have used it literally everywhere I've gone. I've used it in L.A. I've used it in Prague. I've used it in Iceland. I've used it literally. <laughs> I've used it in Iceland, actually. 
Yeah, drove. Um, but Iceland was like it was like five minutes. Everything was five minutes away because we were in Reykjavik, and it was just like, what's the point? Um, and so I didn't drink that night so I could drive. But um, yeah, like everywhere I go, I'm like, oh thank God, I'm just gonna use an Uber. Uh, Poland, like it's just it's crazy. In London? <laughs> no, never in London. Yes, you took an Uber here. Remember when we went to Chinatown? And we came back to Oh, my gosh. I remember. Okay. So I went to Jay's, and it was just me. And it was me and Jay and her daughter when she was little in a stroller. And we went on the the fucking tube to London. And there were no elevators. There were no fucking lifts. And we went up these stairs that were, like, 300 years old. And they were, like, round in a circle. And we were, like, dragging the child, dragging the thingy. And no, people were, like, if you want help, and we were, like, no! <laughs> That one was in Nightbridge where we were going to Harrods. It was like five hundred years old. It was like seven flights of stairs going around and around and around with people coming down the wrong side and people going and you couldn't see in front of you and I was by the time we got on the second step, I was like, Fuck it, I'm done. I don't want to be here, I wanna go home. (laughs) And so we went to Chinatown and we went to this nasty Chinese restaurant, which was so good. Like you know, the beef stri- stripes. How much did we order? We literally ordered like 30 plates of Chinese. Beef stripes. The sweet chicken. and sour chicken. The rice. Pork. The pork. The, the the vegetables. You ordered some noodles too, no? No, or some... No, it wasn't... Chow or something. I don't know. Well, yes, we ordered like 10 plates. And then we repeat the stripes because the, <laughs> the beef stripes were so good. That we yes. had- <laughs> it's okay. Oh, imagine people are gonna be like beef stripes. What's that? <laughs> but it's fine. We got two plates of those, bad boys. And then, but then your ch- Jay's kid was like totally. She was like one, and she had like a plate herself. She was awesome. I think she bare. I think she even used chopsticks. That kid. <laughs> You yes, you gave her um it was the, to have one. Cake. the one you bought for the yeah. and she was playing. <laughs> and she was like, Wow, she mastered them. Yeah, a one year old who was eating like an adult with her chopsticks. It was crazy. I no, love it. We didn't get a picture because we were hungry. hungry. <laughs> No, because remember how many people were there and we couldn't get into any restaurant and we literally, you know, when you're hungry and you have a kid with you and you're walking around and you can't get in anywhere. Oh, we went to go see my friend N. Remember? Oh, yes, we met, we heard in the pub. We had to go upstairs and get rid of pub with the baby. (laughs) Oh, God, that night. Um, And we like, she was like stuck in the corner. Um, And by the way. Babies are allowed in British. Oh, yeah. Pubs, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just in case you're. But we walked into this pub. They're like, yeah, go upstairs. We were like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding. But we made it. And then we were so hungry. And we were walking around, walking around, walking around. And then finally, Jay's like, I know this place. It's cheap. It's gross. Let's go. And then we went. And we ordered 20 plates. <laughs> we, I think we were sitting by the toilet or something like that because I remember that there was this white light, you know, like and yeah. you could see everything. And then Jay's daughter was like wandering around talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, we threw her downstairs. We her downstairs because she's like, "You want to sit upstairs?" We we're like, "No, no." And then we were like, "Screw it, we're not taking the two back," and we got in a taxi. Oh, it was so nice. He took us, remember he took us, where are all like the nice houses? The really um, high like, townhouses? Queensgate? Queensgate. 
Was that it? You know when you yeah. think of like London and you think of those like real like Notting Hill, those like really thin, high um yeah, townhouses cost it like three million pounds each. Like they're not cheap. And he took us down there to show me. I mean it was just to get more money, obviously. But hey, um, and they also he also drove through um Buckingham Palace, didn't he? Yeah, he, he went so, to Buckingham Palace and he turned around. And he was like, he's like, oh yeah, you want to see this? You want to see that? And I was like, yes, because I can't walk anymore. I can't go up any more stairs. <laughs> well, that was a fun night. We had a tour, yes, that was fun. And then we yeah. get to a flat, and off we went to sleep. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> and I slept. You were, I slept with uh, Jay's daughter in her room. <laughs> it's so cute. She was waking up in the, in the morning at least, and she was saying, me. <laughs> They were playing together. No, she came to the bed with me and then went back to sleep. Oh my god! Was so yeah. cute. Was that the time I... I needed to have surgery, or when was that one? No, I think it was another time because I don't think before or after you could have done all that. I wouldn't have gone that... into. I wouldn't have made you take a tube and go up these stairs after you had open heart surgery or whatever. When was that? I'm I think thinking. it was just the time I went to visit you. I think you had to work and then you stay over. Yes. Yes. You stay yes. over. Yes, I was working in London that week, that day. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah that's fun. <laughs> Good fun. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> What's been going on in London lately? Well, it's quite empty at the moment. No, it's in. Not at 10 o'clock. Have you seen those videos of it? Because now that the pub's closed at 10 o'clock, everyone just like falls out of the pub onto the street and they're all not social distancing and it's like nice nice job you idiots but also well, did you see recently today an smp so the scottish national party mp covid19 you tested but she felt sick she went and got tested she didn't wait for the results she got on a train from fucking scotland to to parliament oh went into parliament did all her shit got her positive test got back on a train and went back up to scotland what yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she's turning herself into the police though, which is like, whoa, girl. But they're gonna be like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> why are you here? Have they made you download the the app from the NHS? I got tests, but I, I mean, I got texts, but I haven't downloaded anything. Well, I downloaded, and it says that the risk at my area is medium, but I have the feeling that everyone gets the same message. But you have no, because Manchester apparently they're freaking out about so, oh. whatever. Um, but yeah, can you believe that? How about um, how about the EU? <gasps> We're doomed. giving notice that they'll take England to court. Fuck yes. Sorry, the UK. Good. You cannot violate international law. We've already spoken about this, and I'm glad the EU is going to fucking stick it to them. How how he got it, he got us until this very moment? I don't understand how he. How he has been able to go all this far away and do all these Because his things. buddies are all in the government and they let him do whatever the hell they want. The same thing is happening in the U.S. <gasps> all of his buddies are letting him do whatever the hell he wants. Good. And it's How's... disgusting. Did you see the... the... I don't think, well, I didn't stay up to watch it, but I, my favorite part is when finally somebody oh, finally said up, to Trump, said, shut up, man. <gasps> I love the fact... 
I love when he said, oh, shut up, man. And then uh, a few minutes later, he's like, you are the worst president that America has ever had. The worst. So, and he was like, you have never done anything in 47 years, Sweden. You have never done anything. And he was like, you are the worst president. You know like, what I mean? Like, Yeah. And then, oh, go ahead. No, he was also bringing this personal stuff about his son. Like, Oh, Trump would say anything to deflect. To deflect, he's a narcissist and a sociopath. Some something that we both know very well. If you bring up something about them to say you did this, they will deflect and lie and say no. Well, you did this, or this person did this. They will never answer a question. They will never give you anything to work with they're absolute trash and pieces of garbage and i've seen a lot of people post like if you follow trump at this point like i'm not going to be your friend you know what i mean and i have to come out and say that too if i know anyone who's like well, you know trump's done some good things well yeah i don't need you in my life anymore well you want to hear something so i have this person on my facebook and i don't think she listened she's from argentina she used mm-hmm. to be my teacher in kindergarten so that's oh, wow. how okay yeah. and and she posted today, it was a um, forward message from somebody else who was saying, and then they complain about Trump uh, not being, um, not matter, um, paying Trump his taxes, matter the black, li- black okay. people. And, he, and a lot of pictures of Trump, like shaking hands with uh, <sighs> black people. And I thought, uh, after what he said in the speaking um, presidential um, mm-hmm. deba- deba- debate, debate. Mm-hmm. Debate. Um, are you still think? I mean, what the fuck? And I mean, I think that. So I had to. I I I erase her. Like I can't. And then she's against abortion. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, right. I'm sorry. Bye. Right. Bye, bitch. Like, <laughs> how do you react to those situations? I walk away, and I'm walking away, and I don't. Yeah. Any, I'm like, bye. Like, honestly, I'm done. And then, so a little spoiler alert from what's gonna happen next podcast. But I've seen the movie. Um, social media dilemma mm-hmm. which I've heard of but I haven't watched yet and one thing that I want to bring into this conversation is the fact that um, the Facebook uses artificial intelligence to manage your feeds no? so the information you get in your feeds it's based on what you like and what will keep you engaged and so it's not about the advertisement you see I mean of course mm-hmm. that's an extra thing but they have come to a point where they put things in your feed that it will associate kind of like your taste and and your likes and and all those things to keep you engaged and honestly like that's one of the things that is creating this separation about everyone because you're getting fake information about something that you follow and you're very strong about yeah and the other people is getting the same information fake information as well about the things that you so there you go you have like this massive i will die divide a divide yeah yes, divide and conquer for fuck's mm-hmm. sake i mean and i when i saw the movie i was like what? i deleted my twitter account oh i could never because- delete I need to delete my Twitter account because it just makes me so angry. But you know what I saw today? You know what I saw on Twitter today that I never would have seen? So there's a picture on uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's Twitter, and it's Bora, and he's wearing a mask, mankini. And it says, oh, I'd like to thank, you know, Sasha Karen Cohen. You spelt it wrong for using, what did he call it? He called it like his virtual fax machine. And he's like, oh, there's going to be a 
uh, you know, we're going to say something at 8.07 Kazakh time. I think he's coming out with a new Bora, and I am so excited. That's what we need right now. Yes, he's coming out, and actually, apparently, the name is very long. There was a... Um, oh, it always there. was. The, the first one was like, Bora, make blah, 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 the great country of Kazakhstan. It would have like this long, <laughs> oh my God, that movie. I... No matter what situation I'm in, there's always I can always quote Bora. No matter what, high five. You know what I mean? Isn't that is, I like? Um, no matter what, you can always quote something from Bora. Cheers you up. That's or like good. when Bilo, have you seen it? His brother Bilo, who's in the cage. I have, but okay. I don't remember now because the first one I saw is the one that he's wearing all these very colorful clothes. Oh, no, no, that's the other one he had. What was the other one? Bruno. <gasps> Where he was, like, the model or whatever. Yeah, 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 I think it's that, that one. one was, remember the opening scene? So some guy at my work, um, he was, like, old. He was, like, the boss's dad, so he was, like, old, you know, and he was still around. Mm-hmm. He came in, and he gave me this DVD of Bruno, and he goes, this is rubbish. Like, I, I only watched the first two minutes. I don't want it. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, totally. I thought it was. So I put it on and like the opening scenes are like Bruno and his like small little boyfriend. And he's like spinning him around. They're like, it's like sex scenes. Oh, yeah. So this old man probably turned it on. I was like, oh, it's rubbish. And he uh, brought it in for me. I was like, thanks. I need to watch it again. Well, I don't even think I finished it. Remember, he goes on a talk show and he has a baby and he calls it a gaby and then he says he went, he traded it for an iPod or something oh and the people go crazy and they're like, he traded it for an iPod. <laughs> Which one is the one that he's Arab? Oh, the king or the dictator? Yes, that one. That one's pretty good. I mean, it's it's okay. Yeah, but I like that. I think it's the extreme of, I mean, I laughed a lot, but yeah. oh, I don't know um, how people in Saudi Arabia felt about it. Who cares? What about the Americans who thought about Borat? But did he go back to the U.S. and they didn't know? Like, that would be even more funny. If he went back to the U.S., even though they watched the first, they got duped by him once. How about when he goes to the um, the fucking, the, the, the horse, horses, the rodeo, and... Like he's singing that song and he's like, "Oh, we have the best potassio because like that or whatever." And then like behind him, like this horse falls over. It is so funny when he goes and meets like those dudes and like I don't know, it's like a black community and he meets with some of them and he's like, "You look like Michael Jackson," and they're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so funny. I, remember that. I love him. I love him. Obviously, there was a lot Obviously, there was some nasty-ass humor in that, and it was just like, oh, God. But it was cringe, and it was funny, and I enjoy it. And I want to see number two, but I don't think anything could ever reach the perfection that was Borat. You know what I mean? Because we all knew about it after that. Yeah. Yeah. Sasha, what's his name? Sasha? Yeah. That's a weird name. Anyway. That's good. Have you seen a lot of memes memes or memes? Memes. Meme, meme. I only share the Leonardo DiCaprio ones from Django. Oh, the very nice. Where he's like, there's one in Argentina that says, "Who told you you could drink and uh, study?" And then a winemaker, you know, <laughs> Leo is drinking that. <laughs> I put one the other day where it's like me after I've paid all my bills, and then he's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" And he's holding, you know, the check engine light on your car. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god and there was one about an iphone and a calculator it was like oh teachers in the 90s when they said you're never going to carry a calculator in your pocket you know or like you'll not always have a calculator with you when they were teaching you bullshit fucking god knows what whatever <laughs> was it what, algebra? and then it's a picture of him like hey holding an iphone <laughs> <laughs> those are my favorite memes at the moment i saw i saw one that it's um so it's a guy who is in a car driving, obviously, and then it, he takes a picture of a of a of a cow flying. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. the Mimi <laughs> the Mimi says, um, uh, "I will ask what the hell is going on, but because it's 2020, I rather keep driving." <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man! Oh. I think that one of Leo that says second lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's so good. Have you seen that film though? Is the Bastardo? Django. It's Django. 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 Yes, I've seen it. He should have won the Oscar there. Oscar for that. He should have won an Oscar for The Departed. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think The Revenant was that great. I mean, no. it was good, but they only gave him an Oscar because they felt he deserved one for the last two movies he made. But yeah. Django, oh my god! I mean, he was a disgusting character, but he was so good in that yeah. part. Oh, I, I, you I hate him. <laughs> yeah, but also like The Departed. Oh my god, that film! It's I can't. I can't it's too good. It's what really was the film? What was the thing that um, Brad Pitt and uh, Jennifer Aniston were? Inglorious Bastards or the 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 No, I Holy think Blood. that they were reunited for a script reading. No. Well apparently they were reunited and you see a picture of him and her and like that oh. guy mm-hmm. what is he taking? He hasn't aged a bit, you know, he's almost sixty Brad? Brad. Oh I think he's aged. Oh I think he's aged. He doesn't and look you know, like sixty years old. You see Jennifer Aniston lately? She's Do you think she did something to her face? Yeah. Botox. She's looking exactly like Courtney Cox. Um, Girl. Ten years ago when she was like... When it looked face. really bad, yeah. Oh, Girl. Yeah. yeah, I think that Jennifer is having the same issue here. It must be so hard for them as well, though, because they're just... The only thing that they're that holds any value for them in Hollywood is their looks and their body. And once that starts to go, I can only imagine how toxic it is in Hollywood. It's really yeah. sad. And then you have, like, Meryl Streep and Helen Mirren, who don't give a shit. And you know what I mean? They're like, whatever. But they have so many acting accolades before them, like Oscars and this and that. Like, if anyone ever tried to say anything to Meryl Streep, I'd feel... And plus, she looks amazing still. Who cares? She's I perfect. Um, the Devil Wears Prada is <gasps> such an amazing movie. I can't... Sometimes I just sit and think, oh, I love that movie. Like, you know what I mean? Just sit there and be like, oh, I could watch that. A million times. And not for Anne Hathaway either. No, no, no. She's fine. It's just, she's fine. It's her. Is she? It's yeah. yeah. Okay, so, sorry. What is this show, movie you watched? Uh, the Social Media Dilemma. Social Media Dilemma. So let's... Let's discuss... You know what? I'll watch it this week and let's have a discussion next week on it. And we'll get all our... It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yes, Netflix. Okay. I'll get our... Um, I'll, we'll ask our listeners to watch it as well, unless you already have. But I've been hearing about it like all the, for a long time, so I'm assuming people have listened to it already. But why don't we watch that, and why don't we have a discussion about that next week? Yes. And um, yes, because I already deleted my Twitter account. I can't believe that. 
I know. But good for you. Well, I'm, I'm, and Facebook is going soon, and Instagram is going soon too. Well, Facebook hasn't been the only reason I'm, I go on Facebook, except for that boomer group that I was talking about last week, because <laughs> it's hilarious. But otherwise, humans of New York. Oh my god! Oh my god! Tangeray. Stephanie, Stephanie, la- so sad that it's over. Can I say something? So the the money they raised is for the trust. She was um, Tangeray only- Trust. Yeah, yeah, so it's not money for her. I mean, no, I know. Well, it I is. hope she gets some because no, it is. It's going to pay all her medical bills going forward. So what Brandon said is the money will pay all her rent arrears because she's got rent and bills arrears. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll pay for. Uh, all her medical care for pre- now it's going to be for the end of her life. So he was only trying to raise $200,000 at the beginning. Oh, so wow. I saw it. The second he posted the first thing, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be, I'm going to get invested in this. And I, I was, and I still am. And it went up, it passed 200,000. And all he wrote was, we just want to get her some care. We want to get her a 24 hour nurse, you know, this sort of thing. And now, and then at one point, which was really sweet of him, he said, like, we want it to be her choice what happens next. So if she goes into a home, we want that to be her choice, you know, and not worst on her. Yeah. Uh, but with the $2.6 million they've raised, which is so beautiful. I'm so happy because she deserves it. Um, they, she'll be set for life and she'll be able to give money to that place. And I think she already has given money to that child fund that yeah. she donate to because they've already drawn pictures. Did you see that? And, took it. Yeah, and she put it on the back of her living room. That was if so not flowing like the Tangray Tales or whatever it's called. It's about Stephanie. It's on uh, Humans of New York, Facebook and Instagram. You are missing out. There's 33 posts about her and her story. And I literally would like sit and wait and refresh and refresh and refresh. Oh my god. How about how she um did the chocolate milk out of her boobs? <laughs> oh. Because that don't say people thought that because they were black. I know. Yeah, milk I know. they had was chocolate. Like people who think like what cows how, how ahead ahead on time she was though mm. because she managed to I mean not make fun of that but get a a profit out of it and then she was she was saying how she was always so um advanced because she will be doing stuff you know like she yeah. she named all the things she's done like make mm-hmm. costumes and clothes <gasps> and blah blah you, you know? know did you see when she said she made costumes it was for adult babies she made yes diapers. baby clothes <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend has seen everything but there she goes, you know, like she was way ahead of time, you know, like yeah, yeah. she knew because she was, I think, outside in that kind of environment where that's she where creative ideas come up. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, exactly. I was so, and the sun. That's over. <laughs> Jay has funny feelings about the sun showing up out of nowhere, but I, I'd like to think of it that it's a sweet thing because it she is the money. Is yeah, oh, her face. Her smiling face with the pictures that the kids had drawn behind her was the most gorgeous picture I'd ever seen. It was so cute. How about the stuff she was writing in the in the magazine? And then it was blurry. Yeah. I was like, damn you! Oh god! If you guys don't know what we're talking about, a that's your fault. B re go on Humans of New York. You can do it on Instagram if you don't want to go on. Okay, so if you've watched the film that Jay's watched and you don't want to go on Twitter, you can go on Instagram. You don't want to go on Instagram, Facebook. You don't want to go on any of them. 
go on to the I think there's yeah, I think someone will put it together for you. (laughs) But um, it's fascinating. I love it. You know, trigger warning, not trigger, but it's about stripping and go-go dancing and one woman shooting hot dogs out of her, you know, nether regions. I mean, let's, you know, if you're if you're not going to read that, don't read that. That's fine. I don't care. It's fascinating. Yeah, it's the life of one person that moved into New York looking for Ran escaping away. the yeah. mother and looking who for... Sleeping, who was sleeping with the fucking... What's it called at the jail? The, the guy from the... No, what is the name of the person? The warden. The executor? No. The warden. The warden. Hmm. Can you believe... It's like so dramatic. To and keep these her in prison. Turn. She was I, doing that to keep her in prison. That's because she hated her daughter and she hated herself because she was black and she wanted to be white. And it's yes. so sad. You know what I mean? Like, okay. um, which is, ugh, God, it's not that great, let me tell you. But yeah. <laughs> obviously it's better for us than it is anyone else. Mm-hmm. But still, um, yeah, Go. it was so sad. Read it. Read all 33 of them. You're lucky. Well, actually, there's 34 because we've got two extras. What? Well, we've got the sun. And the one from the Children's Trust. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 34. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you can donate, donate, because, uh, oh, my God, that woman. I would pay to watch her speak. I, you know what I mean? I, I would pay. She can't go into high heels anymore because oh, she wore God. high heels for so long that her couch... She can't wear flats. She has to only wear high heels. Oh, yes, because her calves are half shortened. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. scary? Oh, my God. I haven't so, worn a heel, I'm telling you, in two years. Me longer. Actually, no. I wore one once to the stupid boxing event where after like an hour, I was like, fuck it. I hate, I can't. I hate these shoes. Does platform count as heel? No, but platforms are fine. Okay. Yeah, I only wear platforms. Just <laughs> fine. I, I literally, heels, no. I mean, if someone said to me like, oh, we're going out tonight, I'd be like, dude, I'm wearing flats. Sorry. Trainers. Yeah. I'm going to fall over. After like 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, my feet are. And so it's like, what's the point? What is the point? Nobody cares. No. They don't I'm not going out there trying to find someone. Yet. Yeah. Not kidding. Ever. Ever. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Okay. So um, let's watch I think that's movie. a good. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Everybody watch the film. Again, you're going to have to remind me because I didn't take it down. Um, social Media Dilemma? Yes. Okay. Social Media Dilemma. Uh, watch that. And then we were thinking about keep playing this. Um, what, what was the name when you when I ask you a question? You have two. Well, I called it like a lightning round for steve Oh, we had great feedback about steve by the way. Oh. steve um, so yeah, and people had questions for Steve-O. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll have to have him on again. Yes. I had questions here in my house as well. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so husband Steve-O. was very intrigued to find out more details of his personal life. And I think it's the only episode I've listened to. So. Okay. Well, I've got another colleague who's willing to join us as well. Okay. So. So. Option, yeah. Bring in the mail, bring them all up. <laughs> so uh, I'll talk to him and see um, what's up. And you know what? Um, maybe we can get Steve back on one day to answer these outstanding questions for him. Okay. Perfect. But yeah, so I think we've had a great talk. And you know what, Jay? Thank you so much for getting me to do this because I was really 
you know, Jay messaged me and she was like, okay, I'm ready to record. And I was like, well, we don't have to if you don't want to, because I didn't want to. And she's like, no, let's do it. And, you know, I'm so glad we did. Because um, I hadn't had my therapy appointment and this was pretty much it. So. It's good to say, I mean, it's good when you say it out loud because then you listen to yourself and then mm-hmm. you take it out of your chest, you know? Yeah, totally. So even though it's... And I step, out into my, our I step out of my comfort zone. Oh, for fuck's sake, Daniela. <laughs> I am not... Laugh and love. <laughs> I'm going to make my comfort zone, zone even more comfortable. So. I'm getting a weighted blanket, Okay. <laughs> Okay. A cozy blanket and with a warmer and oh, my sister get... said to get a weighted blanket and I think I'm gonna order one. Yes, yeah. do that. Apparently they're very good because it gives you a feeling that somebody's holding my... you. Someone else in this house as well. Yes. Yes. It will totally. help her. Oh God. I'll so, go into that another time. Maybe not, maybe. I don't know, but I'm I'm going crazy. Vitamin B twelve for one of yep. them. Yeah, um... weighted blanket for the other one. Thanks. Thanks, Doc. Wait, uh, how do you go? Wait, weighted, 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 weighted blanket for um, the other yeah. one and uh, another one for yourself. Yes. That's my prescription. There you go. Patient, go. And don't step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> I'm halfway out. I've just moved my foot. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you're not watching Netflix, so you're kind of far. <laughs> Oh, well, I have to go watch the net, the Dilemma right now, so I'm going to go do that. And then, yeah. you know what? I might this week actually watch The Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> uh, again. Yeah, and The Departed. I'm going to watch Bora oh, yeah. again. I'm going to watch Bora, Django, The Departed, The Devil Wears Prada, and To Live and Die in Hollywood. What was it? Living in the, 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 To Live and Die in Hollywood? What was it called? Yeah, I think the, that one. Um, you watched that? It was so good. No, I didn't. Life and Death in Hollywood or something. I watched it at the cinema. so good. My memory is quite fucked up uh, because I can't remember things when people start talking. But if you ask me out of the blue, I'm going to be like, uh, can't remember. Okay, sorry. Okay. No, I think that's something. So there's Alzheimer in my family. So Early onset? I don't think you have Alzheimer's. I think you're absolutely fine. I think you're stressed. I think you're going through a major terrible time. I think we are, like pandemic wise, I think you're fine. Don't worry. Okay, thank you. The more you think about, oh my God, I have early onset Alzheimer's, the more you're going to forget. And then you're going to stress yourself out thinking you have Alzheimer's when you don't. Yeah, I have to write down things though, but yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, don't worry. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's fine. I'm 33. I have a good life. (laughs) God, I'm 33 again. (laughs) I mean, it was only last year for me. (laughs) I had a good run. The other one, the youngest is saying goodbye, and the other one is like, oh, Taking away some ages to keep living. <laughs> some years off. <laughs> uh, well, I think we've gone crazy now. We're giddy now. So let's hang up. Yes. Been lovely. Right. Yes, lovely. So we will I'll see you again next week. You know what? If we do it Wednesday, that's great. If we do it Thursday, that's great. I think our listeners are um uh letting us step out of our comfort zone. <laughs> flexible. They are flexible. And they 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 can adapt to change. Yes. They're very good at adapting to change. Thank you, guys. <laughs> good night, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Leave us, leave us comments. We don't care about the reviews, to be honest. Leave us comments. Ask us questions. Send us, send us an email, okaysorrybut at gmail.com. Go to our website, okaysorrybut.com, and on there you can access our social media. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.